Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. So how's it going, Andrea? It's going fine. It's going very, very well. So what's the Chocolate News of the Week, Andrea? It's it's The Chocolate News this week is on um, a, a big high in one way, but a really a low, but hopeful, if that makes sense. Yeah. I would say um, we'll start with the low. The Bengals lost. Unfortunately. By field goal, unfortunately. It hurts. It was, it, it was a good game. They started out slow, then they came back and tied and took control of the game. And then mistakes on both sides with the Chiefs and with the Bengals. It still remained tied into the last few seconds. And then that awful mistake made by um, Osi, Osi. Yeah, Joseph uh, Osi. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Osi, yes. It, that that it can happen to anybody. It can happen. You just don't want to happen when it costs you the game. But yeah. it it that but that you know what? But that's okay. You yeah. know that just means that who we saw performing this year, we need to see next year, and we'll you know we'll make it to the Super Bowl, and next time we'll go all the way. So. Good luck yeah. about that. But you that know was, what? I'm, pr- I'm I'm proud of the Bengals, though, because it was a good game. You know, it, it wasn't like the NFC um, championship game where the Eagles just dominated against the 49ers. So, you know, at least they were in the run. At least it wasn't like a, a at least it wasn't like completely one sided. Heartbreaking. But you know what? We'll be back next year. I, but, I, what, but what I liked the most was the fact that the defense and the offense held the Chiefs. I didn't like it when Joe Burrows was getting sacked so many times. Yeah. And I think the 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 extra aggressiveness of the Chiefs threw everybody for a minute. But I think once they shook it off, they came back with a vengeance and they started getting everybody else. Right. So um, I, I think it's a mindset. I think it's something that they'll like, okay, we got next year and, you know, let's work harder. Let's keep that mindset. And next time, don't talk as much trash yeah. as he did. So, yeah. you know, it's going to happen, but don't poke too much that, you know, stuff happens. But that's okay. We got next year. Yeah. We also got FC Cincinnati's going to start. The Reds are about to start practice in another month. Um, you know, hopefully the Reds will do something. Um, yeah. We got FC Cincinnati, and then we'll look forward to, you know, midsummer practice again and go from there. So, you know, it's a nice endless cycle of our sports world. Yeah. And we still got March Madness to, to look forward to. Oh, yes. yeah, that should be exciting. Yes. Well, so we'll see what happens. So, but I, I would say also, even though we've had heartbreak over the Bengals, I think the bigger woof woof that we can go for is Tom Brady finally said he is retiring again. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I think the old man finally admitted he's an old man. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of sad, though, when 45 is considered an old man, where, like, in any other, like, industry, it's like, you're still, you know, you're still in the middle of your life, but, you know, well, football, I mean, you know. I would say, in, well, in in, in in sports, he's considered old. Yeah, which is I a mean, shame, still but a it's the guy. reality. It's reality, but I think also he, he had 
somewhat eh year. And on top of that, he he lost his family. Yeah. You know, that's, that's he, his wife divorced him over this decision. And I think that um, even though he may have he has a, a possible deal with, you know, with, was it Fox or CBS or I think it's Fox Sports. Fox Sports. He has that deal with Fox Sports. So he's going to come out OK. Yeah. But. At the same time, he has to work on where his head is at in terms of he needs to learn to put family over need. Yeah. He didn't need this past year. He didn't need it. He might have not been ready to admit it, but he didn't, you know, maybe he wasn't ready to be a family guy. And he could have admitted that to his wife and they could have worked through it instead of running off to do another season. So, yeah. you know, who knows? But anyway, yeah. so Tom Brady's retiring again. We won't see him again, but we'll get to see him in probably in a Super Bowl commercial or um, commenting on something. So, yeah, there's that. I would say, oh, what's next? Let's go with there's there's been a lot um speaking of football how many people remember the movie remember the titans oh that's a good one. Oh, i mean the wholesomeness the team overcoming racism acceptance the guys coming together clicking as a team to have a championship season the black football coach played by denzel washington with his white counterpart um, as his assistant, and they both facing off demons and everything to to provide a championship season for the for that hometown. Um, it's kind of sad that Gregory Allen Howard, who wrote Remembering the Titans, died this week, and I think it's kind of sad that we you know Hollywood lost another great, but he is um, he was a wonderful writer. Um, he was also known as a producer as well. And but I think this is his most memorable work. Whenever I see it on TV, because I think it's such a wholesome family film that tackles not only football life and the thinking of a football player, but also how in how culture and the environment affect how a player in the playing process and how you can overcome those influences to be the person that you want to be and, and make lasting friendships. I especially remember in the movie, um, the black football player who became friends with the white guy who became paralyzed mm -hmm. and how his mother first objected and she came to love that black football player because I cannot remember the character's name. Right. But I remember that the funeral scene at the end of the movie, he's right there with the mother holding her hand and she's hugging up on him because I think he became the other son for her. And, and I think that's the testament of remembering the Titans of what life can be if you overcome certain issues and just get, get past what you know and what you believe for something greater, for the greater good. And mm. you'll be a better person for it. Right. So I love that film. I love it. I mean, you know yeah. what? Now I'm going to have to go find it and look at it. I really, oh, yeah, definitely. It's a good and also, on top of that is Denzel Washington. What can I say? Oh, yeah, of course. Anyway. <laughs> and it, it is sad that we lost a, a, another uh, Black screenwriter because you usually don't hear a lot of um, Black screenwriters. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, right now, probably the most notable Black screenwriter is probably Jordan Peele. 
But, you know, besides that, you know, you can't really name a lot off the top of your head. So it's sad and he will definitely be missed. It's sad. I mean, so many of them are working behind the scenes, you know, on a different TV shows, but you never know who's writing what you're watching. Yeah. And, you know, they have such incredible talent. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just kind of sad when we lose one. Um, but at least he's leaving a wonderful legacy that we exactly. can still enjoy. Yep. Um, speaking of entertainment, I would say, which one do I want to go with next? Well, first off, I'll talk about Beyonce. Oh, yes. Because I'm sure everyone loves her album cover. Yes. <laughs> it's a very interesting album cover. It, it's 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 definitely it. It's a good album. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Beyonce. And when I say this is it's um, even though I'm not a big fan, but I like certain albums that she has done like Lemonade, like Renaissance. Oh, yeah. Um, um, when she did Dream Girls and a couple of other single hits that I've enjoyed. Right. Um, she knows how to set a trend. She knows how to take either what's old or what's new and make it relevant again. And um, she's very much um, in, you know, making sure that the black culture moves forward and support HBCUs. Thank you. And, um, and I think, you know, from that alone, um, despite whatever issue she has, you know, with fans or with her husband or with the kid, children, whatever, I think as an artist, she is, she's done very well for herself. Yeah, she's great. She's great. I don't know if I'll buy a ticket to her, to her concert. But I have, I bought her album. So, and I have that on my phone. So, you know, right. I'm happy about that. But also speaking of music, the Grammys, I believe are coming on this Sunday. Yep, on uh, CBS. On CBS. And Trevor Noah, who just left The Daily Show, will be hosting the Grammys this year. And it's going to be interesting to see what he says, what he does. Um, I wish he would get a haircut, but, you know, that's just me. Um <laughs> But I mean, he looks good in a tuxedo. So we'll see what he does and how he's going to be wild and crazy. And also on top of that, um, not only is he going to be on the Grammys, he is getting ready to start his world tour um, to get back on the comedy circuit. Okay. Um, so I would say check out his um, website and look for dates. Of, I already looked. He's not coming to Cincinnati, but he's coming around Cincinnati. Right. So... I would say look for where um, he's he's hitting some of the bigger cities. And I know he's going to be in Louisville. I know he's going to be in Chicago. He's going to Indianapolis. Um, I don't know if he's coming to Cincy or not. Maybe he might add a date or two down the road. But the tour is going to start now this month. And it's going to last until the end of the year. And it'll both be in America and overseas. He's going to South Africa for several days. He's doing a stint in his hometown. Right. So I would say if you've never seen him, you know, amongst his own people performing, then that might be an opportunity. If you're looking for a fabulous trip to do, do that. But overall, you know, he I've seen him in con and um in a concert setting where he he makes people uncomfortable. He tells yeah. the truth. Yeah. He makes people uncomfortable. And I remember the man sitting in front of me, I was high up in the nosebleed seats. And I remember this guy getting so, he just kept squirming. He st wouldn't stop moving. And either his wife or girlfriend who was next to him finally turned to him and said, will you stop it? And, you know, the guy <laughs> finally had to sit still. And I think it, you know, when truth hits home, 
that makes you uncomfortable like that, you either need to accept it or get up and walk out. Yeah. Well, you know what? Good comedy should make you a little uncomfortable because they're just telling the truth. It is a sad day today in America um, because Tyree Nichols' family buried him today. Uh, um, so sad. Both, it, it's sad that, you know, but folks turned out in Memphis to um, to attend his funeral. It was shown live or streamed live on in, on several news shows. Um, Al Sharpton spoke, Kamala, Vice President Kamala Harris spoke, as well as a number of other community leaders. I didn't get a chance to see all of it. I did hear his mother speak and um, she was fighting back the tears, poor thing. Yeah. Um, but they called for reform. They called for um, reforming, not so much changing police departments, but changing the culture. Right. And, um, you know, we, we on, on the Cincinnati Herald website, we have run a number of articles that have showcased not only the brutal three minutes of the, the video that shows three minutes, you know, three minutes of the beating. Um, you know, that whole video is, is actually 67 minutes. I had no idea. Well, you know it what? Is, I, I, I haven't, I can't bring myself to watch it, at least not right now. It's very I mean, upsetting. Someday I will. I I I was right watching now. it in my kitchen and I literally had to stop and I was pacing back and forth and um it was very upsetting on so many levels and I, I think you know what has come out of this video um you know they said it was bad um it was Rodney King ask but worse which it was um, but I think also what was sad is that from the moment they pulled him over to the end of the whole scenario, they gave this man conflicting orders to do. They gave him 71 orders mm. to do. And even when he tried to comply, he couldn't. Nothing that he did was good enough for them to comply. Um, and I mean, you, you see stuff on the internet implying all other kinds of stuff and I'm not going to get into it, but I, I think, um, you know, the articles that we have on the website, not only talk about the beating, we talk about police culture. Um, we talk about the conflicting orders, but also we talk about, um, I don't think we put an article up yet about reform. And when we use that word reform, everyone's thinking, oh, defund this and do that. And no, it's not that. It's about, I'll put it like this. You know, the Cincinnati Police Department has come a long way from Timothy Thomas. Right. And they have grown a lot to be, I think, one of the better police departments in this country. But I think with what we see today, it's time for them to be a role model again and grow in a much bigger and better direction mm -hmm. than they've ever done before. And I think, you know, this whole thing about Tyree Nichols, it's sad to see a brother go down like that. What's worse is that it was five black police officers. No, actually, it was five black police officers doing the initial beating, but two more police officers have been removed from their position and then also the EMTs who responded did not work fast enough to help him out. They were also let go of their position. 
I, I would just say that what I like the most is people have been protesting. Now, maybe not the national protests that we that we saw, um, but people were out protesting down in Memphis. And I know people were commenting here. And and I think what has taken everybody aback that, you know, black people can do what white officers do. Yeah. Worse. And I would I would be more upset about this situation if people had did not protest. Yeah. And I, I think now is the time that everyone is not only shocked by what these officers did, but I think now people know that we're not just protesting a white officer. More white officers may do it, but when we see bad, we're going to protest bad. When we call it out, we call it out. Now, not to label every white officer and every black officer, I know some wonderful police officers who do their job, love their community, and want the best for it. I mean, I work with some every single day. Some of our neighborhood, uh, a lot of our neighborhood police off neighborhood liaison police officers, I I work with in the neighborhoods are fantastic. Right. They care about what they're doing, who they are serving. All a number of other police officers are the same way. It's just sad that when you get a few bad apples who were not called out by their fellow police officers yeah. on their behavior. And that's what I mean. Like they need, everyone needs to grow to the next evolution. And I think CPD has done it to an extent where, you know, people have used bad language or they've done this and they've done that. We've seen that, but I think also they need to not be afraid to speak out when bad is done mm-hmm. because as I've said to an to an organization, we hold you to a higher standard for a reason. Yeah, you're a public servant. You're a public servant, and um, you know our we hold our leaders and to a higher standard as well because you you serve us, and we need you to serve us in the best way possible. Now, not everyone's going to have a good day. Not everyone's going to do it to the best of their ability. We're not asking for perfection. All we're asking for is that when you see bad, you speak about it. But also the officials who lead these men and women in in the in our blue uniforms make speak up, speak out, and make sure something happens. Don't cover it up, because you know what 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 happens in the dark eventually comes to light, and it does happen that way. So. I would just say that everyone needs to look at their own police departments, see what's good about it, see what's bad about it, and see how they can evolve to be better than what they are right now. And that's pretty much all the chocolate news. Oh, except one more thing. It's going to be interesting to see what the mayor um, and city council leaders and community leaders are holding a press conference tomorrow on February 2nd at 10 a.m., um, to talk about new gun safety measures. One, prohibiting people who have been convicted of domestic violence from legally possessing a firearm. And then second, safe gun storage laws and how it will be implemented. So it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to happen and how they're going to pursue this. 
Um, obviously, this has been a long time coming. And um, it's the next step. We need to keep the city safe. We need everyone to do their part. And I know Ohio is, is an um, open carry state, but everyone needs to be responsible when they're carrying a gun on them. And I advise everyone, go get a permit, take the safety classes, learn how to use that weapon properly. Just like how we use a car, we learn how to drive a car because that can be a weapon as well. You need to continue to get safety classes on how to operate a gun. And um, I think everyone can live in a better world. People might say I'm naive, but you know what? I'm hopeful. And that is all the chocolate news for today. Okay, thanks, Andrea. Oh, and tomorrow, February 2nd, is Groundhog Day. So we'll see if the, I can't remember the groundhog's name, but we'll see if uh, we'll see if he sees his shadow. Hopefully he does Oh, is that, um, um, oh, what is his name? Hunchatani Phil? Yeah, Phil, Phil. Yeah, that's his name. So we'll see if he sees his shadow or not. I hope he doesn't because I want spring to arrive early. But, you know, knowing uh, knowing well, Phil, he'll probably see his shadow. So. Well, you, you know what? I'm 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 hopeful. The way this weather's been going, I'm hopeful. So, you know, we'll just we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'll keep my fingers crossed. And, you know, hopefully we'll have a good groundhog day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today's show. And I want to thank Andrea for coming on and telling us telling us about the uh, chocolate news. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm very, very pleased to be here. And you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, the Cincinnati Herald is now looking for news distribution and delivery agents. Please contact our publisher, Walter White, at 513-680-7076 for more information. I'm John Alexander-Reese. And I'm Andrea Carter. And have a good day. <laughs>